0: Hello, everyone. This is Xander Brothel, Director of Marketing Operations with CS2, and this is the Revenue Growth Architects podcast. Joining me today is an external guest, which I am so excited about, um, and a person that I get to work with on a weekly basis, sometimes a daily basis, and that is Cassie Vitelli, VP of Marketing at Litify. Cassie, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you?
1: I'm awesome. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. My first podcast.
0: Well, welcome. I will try to make sure that it is as uh, effective and an enjoyable experience as possible for you. You are my first external guest that I've hosted. So today we are going to be kind of going through uncharted waters together. I'm so excited. I'm
1: honored. I'm honored.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I also laugh because you've heard me you know, like I say, on a weekly basis, we work together very closely uh, as, as one of our CS2 clients. Uh, and, and now you've heard me with the podcast voice. So it's a little bit different.
1: <laughs> you know, I have to say, it's not that much different.
0: Good. You've
1: always got the speaker, you've got the setup, so.
0: <laughs> always prepped and ready to go. Well, hey, Cassie, thanks so much for joining today. Um, the topic I'm excited about, and and that is, that is really formulating around your background as a new marketing leader, not a new marketer, but a new marketing leader, and stepping into the world of leading a marketing organization and having that quick realization of, oh my goodness, revenue operations, marketing operations, all of the things that we talk about are so central to that leader role. And you didn't have a lot of background there. So that's what we're going to dive into today. Um, and I think that this is going to be a great episode for anybody who's recently done it themselves or is stepping into it uh, on, you know in an upcoming sort of transition. So
1: Yes, we're going to trigger my PTSD, but if I can help, you know, keep anyone away from doing and making the same mistakes that I made and shortening the learning curve, I'm I'm hoping to do that.
0: Thank you for sharing that with our audience, for sure. Um, so Cassie, before we jump into it, you know, just give a little bit of the background of of who you are, where you're at, and then we'll dive in.
1: Awesome. Yeah. So, I am currently the VP of marketing at a company called Litify. Our software is built and purpose-built for legal teams. So lawyers of all different types, um, we're a product that's built off of Salesforce and it's very much a vertical market, small market. And so not a ton of the marketing that we're doing is, is this traditional scalable digital model. It's, it's very focused on accounts. Um, but we have a lot of different coordinated strategies within our team. My team is 11 of us plus me.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Well, how did you get started and how did you make this transition?
1: Yeah, it was, it's hard to even imagine where we are now from where we started. So I joined Litify two years ago, almost um, I actually, from my background's in product marketing. So previous to joining Litify, I have 10 years of product marketing experience at SaaS and startup organizations in the tech space. And honestly, I bounced around between marketing and product teams uh, prior to joining. So I almost spent more time on the product side. Um, I was hired at Litify to do product marketing, but the team on the marketing side was very small. Um, and it very quickly transitioned to me um, being excited about all of the opportunity that there was in marketing in general and and taking over that group, which um, at the time was really only a handful of people. Um, you know, I had an events person who, who was still here and design and and one other person and we were on Parda. I don't think I even knew anything about what that meant. Uh, and it, it was, a. I think, looking back from where we started, my initial instinct towards what we needed for marketing was all of the research and the messaging and the personas and all of that stuff that I was so used to within the product marketing function. And the biggest learning curve was how technical marketing is and all of the different technologies and softwares and processes that you need in order to be able to have visibility into your performance. Even being on marketing teams at previous companies, I just wasn't as ingrained in the funnel and you know any of the things that we were using or tools like we're on Marketo now. And I, you know, I had bought Marketo sight unseen with another demand gen person I had at the time, and I, like it, that sounds crazy now looking back at it. I just heard it, Marketo's the best, so I heard from all my friends, I bought it, and yeah, it doesn't come out of the box. I didn't even really understand how the handoff worked from marketing to sales. So I spent a lot of time learning on the fly. Um, And I realized almost my product marketing experience needed to kick in in the fact that we were building a product. And we needed that product to be aligned to our business processes and challenges, which were completely undefined at the time. And and then you have to design and deploy it. (laughs) And it it was a lot of work. We were trying to do it at first with a single contractor who was in India. So for all of you out there, do not cut costs on this. It is impossible to do it uh, without a clear foundation and, and somebody who's done it before. And we spent basically six months. I didn't have a marketing ops person internally. We just had this one guy who was waking up at seven in the morning every day to get on the phone and like literally beat my head against my computer to be like, why isn't this one trigger working? Like I didn't have visibility into how many hot leads were coming in through my funnel, like, and meaning like, I couldn't even follow up with them if I wanted to. Cause there was no way in, for them to get in contact in a way that would notify me um and then similarly like no lead scoring no any any reporting like a handoff to sales and the like concept of that process just didn't even exist so it was 6 months of heartache until uh I found Brittany who's on our team now in marketing ops and through an interview, I was looking for somebody for Demand Gen. He ultimately did not take the job, but he gave me the best gift ever, which was an introduction to you guys. Uh, and even through meeting with my like Demand Gen counterparts at my last role, trying to be like, help me understand what it is that you guys do and how can I do this? He said, doesn't matter any of the you know marketing activities that you're planning to do if you can't track them and you have no process to move them forward none of it matters and that has been so true and you know i can even think moving forward if i were to take a different role um, and start marketing all over again in a different company the first thing i would do is hire you guys to help me revamp our process make sure it's documented it's concrete it makes sense that everyone's aligned and then from that process build the tech stack to accommodate um, automating as much as we possibly can so that's what we've we've done. I'm I'm happy to talk obviously a lot more about you know the specifics of, of where we've come and what we're able to do now uh, because of working with you guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean always thank you for the positive feedback um you know it goes both ways cs2 loves working with litify but it is true like when we first started there there was no revenue growth architecture there was nothing built up there was no architecture at all um and i know when when britney joined that was one of the first things because we kind of brought you brought us on with Brittany, kind of in parallel at the same time yeah and that was a great opportunity for her to be able to say, here's the vision that I have work with CS2. We, we brought in expertise and outside experience as well. And we, and we built something that was purpose built for Litify followed standard best practices, but it wasn't, it wasn't cookie cutter, right? Right. It made sure that we had the right handoff process that worked with the sales team and the sales leaders that you had at the time. Um, let's, let's before we dive into like, what were some of those first projects to get us there? Um, I just want to know, like, it sounds so stressful, those first six months. And I just want to know, like, like what did that feel like for you?
1: Um, helpless at times. I am a very, like, I don't lose. So we we, we work until we win is the mentality. And so there is a, a certain level of resilience there. to And like, it's all about being able to, learn and then accomplish something after you've not known how to do it originally. And, but there were, there were moments where I was like, I'm being asked by this business, where are the leads? How many are them are converting to opportunity? And like, what are the dollar amount that the marketing team is driving? And at the same time that I was even learning what those questions were, like in, in theory, I'm being asked to produce those results and I have no way of doing it. So, um, it was a lot of, at first trying to rely on others to help me figure it out and then trying to do it myself, uh, when I, when I had the time. So, um, not a great feeling, not a great feeling.
0: Not a great feeling. No, absolutely. No. I, I love that you were leveraging your, your personal network and your professional network to figure out like, Hey, what are some of the best practices and some of the ways to do it? It was desperation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> At its I'm like, is anyone, can anyone help me? <laughs> that's how you guys should you seen. like a billboard I could have put up that says like, help me. <laughs>
0: we are here. We are here. And, and that's, that's what I love about working at CS2 is, is there was no task where you're going, I need to answer this question or I need to figure out this thing where we're like, well, that's really like out of scope. I mean, very, very few times. I think that we had like a couple of just strictly web things that that's not necessarily where we play, but Mm -hmm. like we're working on some, some sales ops sort of stuff. We've, we've been working on Salesforce work, like they're having some, having any organization and an agency that can help you with a broad spectrum of expertise is really key. Um, what were some of the first projects that we worked on together to kind of get that revenue growth architecture started?
1: Yeah. So I think the first thing was our life cycle. We didn't have a funnel at all. We didn't have stages defined. We didn't have any triggers for anything for those next stages. So it was the life cycle and defining even just the definitions in that process, like being again, like new to this role, MQL meant nothing to me. And you guys were helpful in being like, it really just means it's ready for, it's a lead that's ready for sales. I'm like, why don't we just call it that? Like it's sales ready. And now we have these definitions that, Makes sense to me. Every person who knows anything about marketing ops or sales ops now that comes to Litify is like, what do you, what is this? <laughs> like, It's English. It's English. It's English. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Get the acronyms out. Yes, absolutely. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so, so we, we defined that honestly, and it was helpful to do that on paper and then, you know, put it into the system in a way that we knew was going to be able to work for us um lead scoring was another thing you guys even helped us just clean up and organize our database based on that and just knowing like who are some of the um demographics within our database that are important for us and just uh title normalization stuff that for me you know looking back feels just so obvious and and foundational that without you guys I wouldn't have known where to start um so I think we've had this really interesting and incredible relationship where you you guys have been a guiding force and like the template the best practice um, in everything that we do we start with getting your thoughts and expertise on that we absorb that that that's what teaches me what i should be looking for i absorb that and i apply it to litify's business obviously being more of the expert in that and then we craft something together that's going to work for us and you know my motto has been Obviously, our team is small. We only have 160 employees total at Litify. And and as the theme goes in this market, it's all about, you know, controlled, profitable growth. You know, know, we're not able to just spend money and hire all of these people. So we have to be really deliberate about how we're um, growing. Simplify it like, let's make sure that we're not doing too much to add different tech stacks together. Like, I want my tech to be simple. I want my process to be simple. I want to be able to see the whole end to end and know as things may break that we don't have to hire a million people or get you guys in there uh, to troubleshoot and QA a bunch of things that uh, will cause us a lot of heartache and time. So uh, you've been instrumental in keeping us grounded toward that. But everything that we do. Because now we're at the phase, which is beautiful, where we've gotten all of the process stuff worked out. That's in the last six months. So we've amassed some of this data. And we're at the point now, like, how do we actually use this data? What's the action from it? Um, And you're helping us with insights. I was just talking to Brittany this morning, too. And I know you were talking with her about uh, some of our dashboards and making sure that data is accurate. Um, Like, our process will, again, be to work with you. Let's take all of the world of things that we could be looking at, refine it with your lens on how you worked with other clients and made them successful so that we can focus. And then from there, we can take it into our process and and kind of do it more self-sufficiently.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I just I love the growth of what we've done together, where it's like we we spent the first few months working together, getting the foundation built, getting the data right. And that takes a lot of work, right? There's a lot of historical stuff that needed to be updated. There's there's just gaps in processes when we build technology and maybe maybe there's another team member that's not necessarily following the process the way that we expect it to, and now we find that there's a gap here, or there was scenario that we didn't account for i mean that happens right I'll, i'll be the first to admit like sometimes you just miss something when you're defining a process that you have multiple teams working on but we've done such a good job at build iterate review and improve right right and uh and we're and we're constantly doing that now we're kind of at that point with the analytics um and we just talked about like we have a lot of analytics right now. We have a lot of data, but how do we get the insight insights pulled out of that? And that's like the next phase of our roadmap that we get to work on together. Um, and making sure that like the data is accurate, but also that anybody that's looking at the data really understands what it means. Um, you know, Brittany and I were talking just this morning, like, oh, this conversion number doesn't make sense. And then I kind of was able to clarify it. And then that caused her to say, well, let's look at it a little bit differently and maybe I can find some new insights. So now we're going to follow up on that. So it's just like actually using the data, which is so meaningful. Um I've worked on plenty of data projects where nobody looks at it. You know, you you spend all this time building up the infrastructure and then let's just continue to make decisions the same way that we have been. But that has never been the mentality of you nor anyone on your team. It's always, what can we learn? What can we do differently? So that way we can continue to improve.
1: That's right. Now I'm so excited to see how far we've come and to actually be at this point to say like, I, first of all, this is so crazy, but I can see my pipeline and I can tell what was influenced by marketing. Um, And now we're at the step where it's like, why don't we look at multi-touch and how all of these different channels contributed instead of just that last touch. And how do we use some of this conversion data, velocity data to optimize the activities that marketing is doing my team and why we've been so successful is because our mentality is always like, aggressively doing um, and it's beautiful, but everyone wants to take vacation. <laughs> so we yeah. should be able to do that by looking at what is actually working and influencing um, the, the success, success that we're having and uh, just doing more of that and less of the other things. So I'm promising my team even more performance and you know better working hours because of you guys
0: Wow. let's put that on a sticker and, and put it on the back of the car. At I
1: least I mean for me it already works because 7 AM was not working out for me talking to India in my pajamas.
0: No, no, absolutely. I've been there um and, and it's you you immediately start your day just more stressed out because you haven't had that chance, right? And you're immediately so, going into a fire or something like that.
1: Yeah, you're starting your day with a loss and you're like it, you should have seen some of the things I would get excited about too when and then like immediately, it was a roller coaster. and would be like, "Okay, put that put that lead through our Slack channel. Like, hit go, and it goes to the Slack channel. Like, yes." And then you're like, "Wait a minute, this is all the wrong information." It was just like
0: brutal. <laughs> the roller coaster for sure. And I would what
1: say the- that it, you know, for anybody out there who's you doing this for the first time or is listening to this and just relating because it, this is how it is, it it is not. Listen, I don't recommend the roller coaster that goes really high and really low, but it's always a roller coaster. And that's one thing that I've learned. And I I knew inherently already through my product background was that there's bugs and there are things that you didn't know that you wanted to include in your process that you have to go back and update. And so the key thing that I've learned to practice when thinking about marketing or revenue ops is patience. Um, and actually slowing down to speed up so that we can get our process and requirements right, and then build, deploy, and look back and have, you know, you have to wait, you have to wait months to see if that process is working, to see if the data is coming through the right way, and then to even teach myself how to look at the data um, and make sure that it's what we need. Um, And so we're always iterating and, I've had to take the mentality that i usually have towards everything else in marketing which is like launch it today write this thing b- publish it and it's a lot easier to be aggressive and and fast moving and and just be more deliberate and focused on the marketing upside
0: yes yes it, it slow down to move fast is so key I I remember one of my one of my biggest struggles when I was working more of like a Salesforce uh business analyst is I was working with teams that always wanted to iterate so fast and they're like they're like well why can't we just do it like a product team and you're like well the product teams they 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 still do short sprints but they still do launches in a controlled manner because it's change management that takes so long. So if we're just constantly doing whiplash with all of our stakeholders across the business, they lose trust. They, they get frustrated. They're lost. It's like, let's just make sure that we're doing the right things at the right times. And it's not to be slow. It's to be methodical.
1: You know, it's, it's an interesting transition to, actually practice what we preach because we're selling software we're telling our clients our software is built on salesforce so we're using some of the same tools that we're having to use ourselves which is a really cool dynamic being able to say i use the product that i'm actually recommending you that you purchase um but we tell all of our clients it's about people process and then technology and so if you don't align all of those three, it's just as important. And same, same conversation we were having yesterday. We could just take the ability for the op- AEs to not be able to create an opportunity from a certain page away from them like that. And But it's better to bring them along to that process and why. It'll save us some heartache in the long run.
0: Agreed. Agreed. And you're like, well, and what's the cost if, we're, if we do it this Tuesday or next Thursday? Cassie, this has been a fantastic conversation. Not just because you've been praising CS2, um, but thank you for that. That's always appreciated. But I, I, I do agree. I love the work that we've done together. Um, you're a client that we come in every week. We know what we're working on. We know what's coming next, and we're we're absolutely doing meaningful work together. So looking forward to continuing that and getting more and more out of the investment that we have previously made. If there's anything that you wanted to leave our audience with today, what would it be?
1: I'll say a couple things just to, to touch on what you just said. It, it's a testament that our finance team who has been, you know, hounding every department recently to find cost savings has never once looked at you guys um, as a part of that. And all of our other agencies have been under scrutiny. And the reason is like you provide a service uh, that we just can't do all internally ourselves. Um, And so for us, it's been more than worth the value um, working with you and again, just excited to, to continue that partnership. Uh, there's a lot more that we can do. and I hope to be on this podcast again, telling you how experienced I am as a marketer and not the the new time marketer and sharing more sophisticated things because that that would be the goal is to become, you know that much more data driven experimental within marketing and using all the the tools that we have at our fingertips to to be the best that we can. Um, to leave everybody, I think this is something that I remind Brittany of all the time and and the rest of my team is, while all of this technology is super cool, um, it's not always gonna work exactly the way you want to. It is still technology and that our job is to focus on the 80% and what can we automate that is going to be most scalable and worthwhile to us. And especially in a vertical market where we're, we're not looking for this massive scale um, it's really more focused on individuals and accounts that are in this tight-knit group that we're looking to target. Uh, there are no shortcuts and sometimes something has to be manual uh, and we're okay with that. So uh, don't beat yourself up. That's what I was doing in the beginning. Everything had to be perfect and it was supposed to work in a certain way. And I've become a lot more relaxed working with you guys and just um, you know letting it be and making sure that we're, we're doing the work that's going to solve our biggest problems, not every single tiny little problem that we have.
0: So good. And and I will absolutely echo that statement. Um, I am a I am always trying to lead with 80-20. Like we can solve for 100%, but do you wanna spend 80% more budget, time, and energy on it? Or do we wanna say, here are some of the gaps that we can identify, here's the exception report, and let's just check it on a regular basis? You yeah, know. you
1: guys have been great at that. And that that's one of the reasons why we trust you so much, too. You know, other other agencies that you work with are always going to try and squeeze every last dollar out of you. But you guys focus us and you're, you, you can tell that you all, not just you leading our account, but everyone we've worked with um, has cared about the success of our team and our people. Um, so thank you.
0: Thank you, Cassie, very, very much. And thank you so much for joining today's podcast. I do hope that this is useful for anybody who is stepping into this role. Um, You know, whether that's with CS2 or another agency, just making sure that you are finding a strategic partner. We've talked about it before, is so critical. Um, This cannot be a part of your business that you just kind of wing. You have to have a plan. You have to have a roadmap. You have to have a an architecture under it to make sure that it's working effectively
1: absolutely
0: thank you cassie thank you for everybody who has been listening to the podcast if you enjoyed today's episode greatly appreciate a a share whether you share this with a friend or a colleague or you give us a review um, it helps us a great deal thank you very much and have an awesome day